Did it work? And now, back to Dungeons and Dragons. It's okay, don't worry. I'm coming in, I'm gonna solve you out. Uh, you start to see these like Grinch-like characters appearing in, and it start to appear in front of you and they go, look, stop what you're doing, okay? This is not gonna work, okay? You're, you're trying too hard here. You're trying too hard. This is gonna, I'm gonna sort this out. Don't worry, you just don't do anything. Brian, Brian, you go sort over that 256. I'll sort out this 246, 56. And then uh, Andy. Andy, don't you touch anything. Right, okay. I'm trying to do a South African accent, but it keeps going into New Zealand because, Dick, you're here, and it's going to make it very difficult. You have to roll <laughs> some of your R's. I have to roll some of my R's, and they need to talk a bit more like this. Keeps you a bit more South African. That's it, yes. Okay, I'll try it. Um, uh, yes, okay. So, Andy, you don't touch anything because you'll ruin it. Right. Okay. Um, you over here, you come here. Yes, yes, yes. Damn, right. You stay, you stay. Don't you worry. All right. Yep, yep, okay. Brian, Brian. What have you done? You st oh, you fool! It's okay? It's okay? You're telling me it's okay that they're over there? I think they just turn into ash. You're saying she said it's okay. Alright. I trust you, Brian. You know what you're talking about sometimes. Alright, okay. You, you, alright. You start to feel, as this is happening, this weakness dissipating. You were feeling very, like, this inner weakness. Sort of like you're feeling much more like yourselves again. Not completely like you were before, but you feel like something's happening. So... Half of it is over there, not half over here. Right. Okay. Is that okay? She's not gonna be up. She's not. Okay. All right. All right. You, um, you lot come with me. I'm gonna take you somewhere and we're gonna be fine. All right. And we'll sort all this stuff out. It's all you've, you've, you've fucked the universe, basically. Um, what? Yes. You've just ruined it. Okay. So uh, we're gonna have to deal with that so, later. So, that sorry. Was who are you? Yes. Who, who exactly are you? Still seems to be working. Um, yeah, well, okay, well, you see how, like, there's nothing around you right now, yeah? Yeah, but we can still, we're still in it. Yes, but the fact is that the, the rest of the universe is now trying to figure out itself in the fact that you try to remove someone's existence, at the same time them assume control over all existence. So, so, so what, what you're trying to say here is, is I'm now the center of the universe. I think I can, I can, I can live with that. <laughs> Frankie, I like your style. I've been a big fan of yours for a long time, but it's more Hummel's fault, and he's not the center of the universe. It's Karaptis is trying to be the center of the universe at the same time as Hummel over there trying to delete him from the universe. But doesn't that mean I'm also sort of sometimes the center of the universe? Well, I, I will grant you that, <laughs> if that will make you happy. <laughs> well, I guess right. it would make you like the anti-center of the universe. Like, the opposite. That's I mean, at least also I'll know true. my name. That's also true. 
Isn't the center of the universe the opposite of the center of the universe? The center of the universe? Well, it depends if you're talking about that matter or like energy oh stuff. This maybe is a bigger conversation for another day, but we could do that once right, we get yes. you to sigil. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do something a bit weird. It's gonna feel a bit weird. You might have been on the astral plane before. We're just gonna travel through a big tunnel and, uh, and we'll get somewhere. Okay. Okay. All right, you notice the whole time he's not moving his mouth. This is all in your head. <laughs> just forgot to mention that. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, just to clarify. But he has an accent. Yeah. Yes, and he has an accent. <laughs> yes. And just I chose... your everyday conversation. Yes, exactly. It is. It is. Exactly. Um, and with that, he goes, all right, three, two, I'm not going to do on one. It's just going to happen. I'm not going to. Don't worry about the timing. It will just happen. You don't need to count in with me. Like I know you're having trouble. I know you were having troubles with it before. Yeah. But okay, we're going to do this this way. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Right, so, yeah. So three, two, one. Let's go. And pff, you just like as he says, let's go. You just get sucked into this portal, right? And you're just like traveling. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> and as you do, somehow, somehow it shifts a little bit like people you start phasing a little bit those different versions that you saw of different people <coughs> phasing in and out um and this tunnel is like it's all colors of the the multiverse and beyond the colors you haven't even seen ultra spectrums and stuff and it's sort of floating around as moments come to you know like when you look at you're looking out of a window of a car it's just a blur and then you your eye follows something for a second you know and you like see uh, an image and then it disappears again you sort of catch images occasionally, so you occasionally just get these like moments where you just see these infinite tunnels and this like you hear this like slight echo of a screaming howl, which kind of like racks you a little bit when you sort of like focus when you focus on it, the sound comes to you and it like disappears. Like you like that, and it goes past. And another one you just look and you just see fire. Like just pure fire and just awful creatures you are just like oh i don't want to keep looking at that let's just leave that one behind uh then there's just infinite gray it's like slough it's just infinite gray <laughs> i'm sorry slough uh only oh, my home it's only because my hometown aylesbury got voted the worst town in the world and i feel that it, it lost aylesbury isn't there. that bad it isn't that bad exactly thank you the, the theater's slough. really nice but slough. Slough. This is close to the theme park, right? Close to Thorpe Park. So yeah, it is. Yeah, it can't be the worst. It's it can't loud. Be the worst. It, it, it speaks volumes about a town when the kindest thing you can say about it is how it's near to somewhere more interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. Um, and then, and then, yeah, it's sort of you start. It seems to just keep like um, keeps doing this sort of like you keep catching these moments. You then also get some beautiful areas. After a while, it starts to like come back to like this huge mountain and then there's a sort of tree with vines that sort of like go out for, for miles, but it's kind of like quite beautiful. Um, and it all seems good. It all seems good. You see three of these like characters with you when s suddenly it all starts to go a bit wrong. The It starts to shake a bit and at first you think, oh, this is probably part of it. You know, like, this is a weird tunnel. Shit happens, okay? It vibrates. That's normal. But those images you see start to, like, crackle a bit and, and sort of phase, like, a, like they're sort of the colours sort of blend at the edges. And um, you start noticing the um, the two, uh, the three, sorry, the three of these, like, Grinch-looking characters, <coughs> like, conversing, but they're conversing with these, like, images above their head. You can't understand them, but they seem to pop these sort of, like, they look like images, like a pictorial language, and they're sort of conversing between the two. And they, I don't know, you could make an insight if you want to, or you could just, I mean, your passive perceptions insight is all pretty high. So I'm gonna say off the bat, 
they are looking concerned. Uh, and okay. yeah, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, a massive fissure just like something just blasts through, and one of those Grinch characters just goes <laughs> out and just like sucks like into nothingness. Okay. Uh, are they all right? Uh, um, d- don't worry, but I sort of uh, wait, <laughs> and then goes, and then like, um, you sort of like float to the other side a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> So you start trying to move yourselves over to the side, and then suddenly another like fissure comes down, and it sort of punches through. It's like a it's like a vine like of black, and it pushes the other of the second of these characters like out, and they just go like that out, and uh, again just uh, off. And then the last one is like, um, get closer, get closer, get closer. Like pulls you like like try and says with your mind, just think closer to me. Think think like that, and so. So this, this, this isn't going to get put, put us into trouble. Your, your, your friends seem to be suffering. We seem okay. With that, the minute you're about to speak, a third one comes in, <laughs> pushes all of you through this mass as it's sort of like, you see like, um, you know, like when a hoover or a sprinkler goes, uh, like, you know, a, a hose goes off on its own. Yeah? yeah. You find like, you see your one just like over like off and then, you know, you're sort of like floating, you're just chucked out into this sort of astral sea and you're like like um uh gravity you know when you're sort of spinning in the when she's spinning and like um what's her name Sandra Bullock spinning millions of times you're sort of like done that into space and you see the other end of this tunnel sort of like floating like a hose in the air and you see a few other people maybe like later on just kind of like floating into nothingness um and then you start transitioning into uh uh, over towards you see like this big sort of like ship meets sort of like bits of like old it's like all connected but it's like disparate broken shards of like a building that make up this sort of larger element and you're sort of floating towards it Whoa! <laughs> there we go yeah um okay yeah I, I, i've got like a sort of ethereal voice of hovering over everyone now that's great <laughs> Feels powerful. Master. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. As finally, you all pop back into some semblance of a universe of reality and find yourself standing in in a a broken sort of room, a shard of a building, but eventually you realize that it seems like it's supposed to be this way. It's it's, uh, it's like a floor sort of set out with a corridor ahead of you and an arc of some sort of like almost glass-like dome and up above you you just see stars stars as far as the eye can see as though you're up in space floating in a what uh, a more modern audience might refer to as a space station <laughs> and um all around you are these these orbs like huge immense orbs each with like little spikes sort of coming out of them that they sort of seem to set themselves on looks like they, they can set themselves down in any orientation and you realize that uh, out of them is actually drifting just a series of beholders uh. and the beholders don't seem to really be looking in your direction you guys are sort of up off behind some some uh, just a sort of a big metal box He's safe for the meantime, but these beholders are also heading off in one direction. You realize that they are heading off down a corridor towards what looks like a great hall. It's, it's m- made of uh, sort of just a, you know, like slabs of gunmetal stuff. It has, uh, again, a real like dome-like beholdery kind of appearance. 
they, they seem to be perfectly happy just sort of making their way. And as, if you sort of like peek a little bit further ahead, you can see that they're all, looks like they're all being checked <coughs> by a, a really large beholder dressed all in black. I mean, I say dressed, you know, they've just got some paraphernalia sort of wrapped around them to infer that they're a bouncer. What are they doing? <laughs> Have you ever seen beholders act like this? So I, I wouldn't usually say this, but I think we have to follow all of those beholders wherever they're going. Are, are you crazy? Follow beholders? Do you have any idea what they will do to us? Uh, genuinely, no, actually. So. Well, it's bad. What you, on you... earth have you done to us, homo? Everything was going so swimmingly. I, I had characters in my, in my sights. Why on earth did you have to do that stupid wish? Well, um, I thought it would be, I thought it would be a good idea. Uh, you, right. you have at least phrased it better. Suddenly, appearing before you, one of the Grinches, the Grinch that got shot out of the, um, of the, the tunnel through space at the same time as you, just appears, materializes in front of you. Hello? Um, Completely. Fr Frankie draw, draws her boar instinctively. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Look, that didn't quite go right. We're supposed to take you to Sigil. There's something, you, you broke the universe. We can't actually just use te teleportation magics the right way. So uh, I've just been scouting about, because uh, this is a beholder beholder station that they're definitely going to have some sort of star gem drive. And I can use that as a focus, and then I can teleport us all to Sigil in a much safer way. Actually, there's a, a further step along the way, but you don't need to know about that yet. We will be, I'll get you to Sigil. We will fix all of this. Now, the thing is... I can I can blink around and get there on my own, but you're going to have to find your way into the back of that building. Sorry, did you say Star Gem Drop? What the heck is that? Oh, it's it's just like a focus thing. It's it's you know different worlds, different galaxies. It, it all makes sense once you get there. Okay, I guess we gotta get there then. Alright, well, they just, they're totally freak if they see me around here, so I'm just going to be kind of hiding above you. So, right. uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll come if you call. And it sort of phases out of, uh, out of, um, out of sight up above you. Hmm. Once more. Well, he, he seemed of no use whatsoever. He's just let us here to die. Say that again. Does it, does it look like there's, what sort of activities happening at this building that we can see? So, in the time that you've been talking with the, uh, the, the Grinch-like fellow, mm. uh, the Beholders have actually been making their way inside this hall. And there was only sort of a dozen or so of them arriving out of this great big orb-like ship. Okay. And by the time you've sort of finished this conversation, most of them have filed inside. And you can see sort of like just lingering in the hallways, looking a little bit, you know, put out. Uh, um, four... Beholders on the smaller side. You'd, you'd probably even call them. Uh, what, what do you call a small beholder? They're uh, like a. There's like the, the orbi with the orbuses. There's those little. Those are little non-formed ones. Or there's oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Mini beholder. Mm. I can, mini beholder. Yes. Mini beholder. <laughs> Just get with that. <laughs> little, 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 uh, you know, immature beholders. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, sort of skulking in the corridor and like looking wistfully at the building. Is this quite a, quite an open corridor? Is it? So it's huge. It's immense. It's wide. So these uh, beholders, they're not going in. They're they're like staying outside. 
They're staying outside. Okay. Should we edge? I'm going to try and do my best Bowie now. I'm going to have to get into it. Get wuzz wuzz. Has he got a comment about how he talks now? How does Bowie talk? <laughs> I'm Bowie. David Bowie. Oh, yes. Should we go and have a look at these uh, beholders over there? Should we, uh, should we see what cool. they're doing? Maybe if we can, like, sneaky like, I'm not great at sneaking, but... Oh, fine. If you need someone to sneak along, I suppose I will take point this time. Yes. This time? This time. <laughs> yes. Well, it, it's, if it looks like it might be dangerous, I, I may put the pony in front. Who knows? <laughs> Bigger target to hide behind. It's... They do have a good point. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll just try and uh, just arch my back against the the corridor and just sort of slink along along the side, um, trying to sort of stay, make my frame even smaller than the three foot seven it is. <laughs> uh, let's, let's just get like a little. Uh, let's just do a quick little deck save roll, just to. Uh... Just to, are, are we still using the? Which sheet are we using? Use your normal sheet just, now. Your normal use normal sheet, sheet yeah. now. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So that's twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. So you are uh, basically indetectable. You're sneaking up. I mean, these beholders—they got a lot of eyes, but their eyes aren't all really looking in the right direction. And it's as you're sort of creeping up, you, you get the impression as well that these beholders—they're not like the ones that you've encountered, you know, back home. They, um, for starters, like they. Um, they're kind of they're kind of dressed. They've got strange things tied around their eye stalks. The, these ones are all wearing some sort of like sash sort of wrapped around them. They seem to have as well like some of them like are missing eyes that have been replaced by mechanical variants. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the, these uh, these four beholders, one of them is sort of sort of kind of rotund and almost sort of like a, an elongated egg-shaped one. There's, there's another that's very sort of scrawny and has its quite long stalks for some reason, like, you know, like abnormally long stalks. And there's another that's sort of, you know, sort of standing in the center of them, leaning idly against the wall that has a, um, just a single ocular that's like a dark shade, like a, like, like beholder sunglasses. Like if, uh, if, uh, if a beholder was really into Neo from the first Matrix. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I um, move closer to that one <laughs> than, than any of them, basically. So, That's yeah, right. so as we're moving up, can, are, are they talking? Can we hear them? Um, so they are. They are. They're talking amongst themselves. Can we understand them at all? And yeah, they, they, they seem to be speaking uh, every common variant of uh, of the common tongue. Because why not? Space beholders. Why wouldn't they speak the same language as you? <laughs> <laughs> They're beholders, that's what they all do, right? Yeah. yeah. I believe that. <laughs> Damien, we can't go in without dates. We'll be the laughing stock of everyone. Ugh, I just want people to see my new shades. I mean, who, who even cares about the beholder ball? Did I just hear that they're doing a party? Because <laughs> they might need my talents. <laughs> Uh, you you have talents? GG. <laughs> I may have ruined the universe, but I'm still a freaking awesome bard, okay? Don't you Not forget Not gonna it. matter if you've ruined the universe. <laughs> yeah, Just I saying. Know, there's always time for a party, right? Yes, one one does not cancel out the other one. Okay. It, however, the, the, these beholders here, they, they don't seem like our usual sort. They uh, don't seem no. very threatening. I, I, th I think I can take them. I'm sure, I'm sure we all could, but sure? I don't know how... how, how 
how much of my, my, my ability is still available to me. I feel quite like hurt. <laughs> yes, some, some, something doesn't feel... My, my, my body yeah. doesn't feel quite right. And at this moment, um, Frankie's going to turn around and he's going to try and cast Fireball um, on Hummel. Um, and as, as he starts to, to move his hands and her hands, sorry, and go on, she's really like, it's, it's, it's not actually happening as, as normally she'd expect it to. Like, Damn it! Did Damn I just it, see I you, Frankie, try and cast? I've seen you cast that before. Are you trying to cast Fireball on me? It's I, I, not I'm... the time for a Fireball. <laughs> it's always Seriously? the time for a Fireball, my darling. <laughs> God. Thank you. I, okay, look, I apologise, right? But at least we're not fighting Craptus, and he disappeared, so maybe it's all okay. Does this look okay to you? We are in some sort of mechanical contraption with beholders. How on earth is this possibly okay? This it seems like something that we can manage. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't mean to alarm anyone, but you know how, like, my whole thing is that I can do a bit of the druid side and a bit of, like, the wizard side? I'm only really feeling the druid side at the moment. So that's fun. That's interesting. Huh. I'm, I was, I'm all bard, so, you know, it's all I am. <laughs> all bard. I'm all bard, baby. All bard. This yes, bard I, I, goes I, all the way to the core yes. and back yes, again. We, we, we've all seen the posters, Hummel. Hummel, I'm all bad. I know you have all, Frankie. I know you have all of them. You asked me to sign a couple of them. Don't you remind? Don't you even lie about it? <laughs> Hang oh. on, you. I think. I'll sign a poster for sign... you, Carrie. If you want a signed poster, don't worry no, about I, it. No, I fine. do not want a signed poster. I've already told you that multiple times. I'll send Anyways. you one anyway. I'll send you one anyway. When we get out of this, I'll send no. you a few. <laughs> yes, yes, Carrie, but but, but when 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 Hummel is dead, these these posters will really rock it in value. Sure, right, okay. Um don't like what I was trying to say, Gigi, was uh -huh. I don't think my wizard side's not responding either. Something happened to wizards? Is there no wizards anymore? Well, that's, that's going to make I, things a I, lot easier for the rest of us, at least. You, maybe if I cancelled the birth of Karaptis, all wizards don't exist anymore. Do you think that could be real? Well, so far that seems a, 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 a rather uplifting part of, uh, of the situation we find ourselves in, I think. It's, uh, it's pesky and a little bit squishy for my liking. I mean, that can make sense. Like, does anyone know the history of Karaptis before we got to, like, the he's trying to take over the world bit? Like... Did he found a wizarding school or something? Well, I is didn't he J.K. Rowling? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yikes. Is he transphobic? <laughs> so is he? Yeah. Give me. So I don't know other people who've made wizarding schools. Is he uh, Robert Jordan? There you go. I'll put that in. Ashley Le Guin. Yeah. 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 A very cool lady. Um, I maybe I I don't I tell the stories that I know. He was disappeared a thousand years ago. He's been away for a thousand years, so his birth is a long, long time ago. Like, well, that's a, a lot thousand of history. plus years, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's all. I mean, that's the only song I know. Is he was born a thousand years ago? It goes like that. It's a great one. It's one of my. I babes. know you sing it every day. We've been hunting Karaptus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I used to sleep in, but now I hear that every morning, so now I can't. Well, Thank you very catchy. much, Hummel. 
It's all right. That's what I'm here for. Uh, during this uh, this entire exchange, the um, <laughs> the beholders ahead of you are sort of you know sort of glumly and lo- looking you know sadly towards the beholder ball. The uh, the, the larger egg shaped one is sort of like. Whoop. Why don't we just go as one another's dates? At least then we can get in there. Ugh. Bob, that's the stupidest idea, idea you ever said. God, what, what accent am I doing? <laughs> I love these accents. They're amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> if we go with one another, we'll be even more of a laughing stock than if we went without dates at all. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just ready to leave you, you fools behind. Because... You didn't even wear the shades. <laughs> can we hear, we can hear all this pretty well. So we can sort of hear all this. I are mean, we they're... floating below them, sort of like hiding, like but below them. Is that kind of where we are? Or are we how well, it's like a positioning to them. Are we sort of like, or are we like far away from them? My understanding is that you're just like sort of further back down okay. the corridor, like sort oh, of right. hiding behind some, uh, yeah, some okay. sort of general, yeah, uh, you know, maybe Detritus. like some sort of uh, like a, you know, an electronic box that powers things. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, substation. Just, like, just uh, us yeah, flashing yeah. lights. It goes beep. MCB unit. I think they're called. Yeah. Okay. So, so look, look hey, at folks. So just look at Benny's behold. I got behold. an idea. Oh. And <laughs> Carrie's literally just gonna step out in front of all the holders, and she's gonna be like, "Hey, you looking for dates?" Oh, this is a good idea. The beholders all just whirl around, eyes looking at you, eyes on stalk, the central eyes sort of peering at you, uh, an anti-magic ray coming from three directions just sort of you know engulfing all four of you as they all look well you you, you really go with us of course you think i want to go with these three look at them they're ugly wait no no you've got to sell us as well i mean we might go yeah with yeah we, we've got to... i got it i got it <laughs> that me i mean the, the the humanoids I swear everyone was saying that humanoids are like all the hottest species, right? Oh, sure. For sure. But, I mean, centaurs are obviously the hottest of the hottest, but the others, they're pretty hot too. Yeah, legs. Legs are, legs are real hot. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the horse one. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Okay, um, so is that the Shades out, one? Guys. Is the Shades one still about? That's the Shades one. Ah, <laughs> oh, right, okay. I want the one, okay, I'll go for, oh, I wanted the shade one, damn it. Um, I'll sidle up to the other one and go, you like legs? You like legs? And start pulling pulling my trousers up a little bit, my breeches up, and just sort of like showing these very, it's, I'm a halfling, so some very hairy feet and hairy oh, legs, like really like rough, you know, and like I sort of scratch them a little bit seductively. <laughs> can you scratch hair seductively? I don't know, but I'm going to say you can. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like it would be maybe off-putting to anyone else that actually has legs, especially anyone who's sort of got yes. a, a, a penchant for the, uh, the longer and hairless varieties. <laughs> but these are beholders, and they don't really know a heck of a lot about limbs in the first place. They just know that, uh, you know, sort of out there in space, uh, mm. generally speaking, uh, the more, more attractive and live mm. species mm-hmm. tend to be the, uh, the, the legged and armoured humanoid type ones. So, uh, yeah. You'll do. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, wh- which one do I get? What are they? What are they? Do they have a, a distinguishing feature? 
So there's there's this, this sort of lanky one, the one with the uh, the, the, the oddly long eye stalk. Oh, I the like one that. that is sort of like kind of a bulbous, tall, egg-shaped one. Oh, cool. And then there's one that's just really small. I'll take the taller one, because I would. <laughs> just so that I look particularly, yeah, that you'll yeah, I'll sidle up to them and say, hmm, what do you, do you like these legs? It's an I'll odd hearing. It's like, oh. And he's gone completely speechless, so like, you know, sort of like freaking out at the prospect of having a date, but sort of extending one little, uh, one little eye on a stalk to, uh, to sort of, you know, go into the crook of your elbow and, and lead you towards Ooh. the, uh, towards the ball. You have very fine stalks, I must admit. <laughs> I've never seen such fine stalks before. I'll tell you, and I'll just, as we're walking off, I'm telling him like a story of some, some beholder that I've met before, like Xanathar or something like that. You know, I once saw Xanathar, and he, I even think your stalks are better than his or something like that. <laughs> so uh, at this point, sort of, you know, the, the, the lankier one is sort of like, you know, like sort of sidled over to Gigi and is like, well, uh, I guess that leaves you and me. Uh, I see that, uh, and you see, like the, the tiny little one is sort of standing there, almost in the shadow of uh, of Frankie, because uh, I mean she's not exactly huge; she's a goblin. But this this thing is is a tiny little beach ball of a of a beholder, hmm. sort of looking up, and like, yeah, yeah. So fr- fr- Frankie looks down, which she's not particularly used to doing. Um, <laughs> I'll be told, just fine, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, eyeball, I will lead when it comes to the dancing. And just rests her, her, her arm on top of the the little one as the as he floats off. The she will follow along with him. Oh, the arm <laughs> but, is sort of like yeah. walk leaning, leaning, yeah, <laughs> like a mobile bar. <laughs> so the the four of them start escorting you down this passageway towards the entrance, and as you're coming up, you realise that this great hall is styled on some sort of big beholder. The whole thing is. A shiny, multi-surfaced beholder approximation, mm-hmm. but it's 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 very glitzy and shiny. As you're getting closer, you see there's these like great uplights, like spotlights aiming at it, aiming back and forth. This seems to be like some big fancy gala of some description. And you realise now that these four beholders, they are definitely wearing their their finery. They've got these sashes that are made of some sort of shiny, uh, silken material wrapped around them. I like it. Carrie's yeah, gonna kind of look down at every, everyone like sideways at all of our like battle hardened yeah. kind of ripped <laughs> clothes yeah, exactly. and it's just kind of like it's <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, a very good point. We're all like looking really bad. <laughs> um I think well, you, you, you say that but um Frankie's just gonna cast um silence image um on herself and oh. she's gonna have a spectacular ball gown. Actually, I'm going to check if there's anything I can do. Uh... I suppose you're well and truly to the side of your beholder, so you're not in the anti-magic array. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm keeping the frosty distance from uh, from this little beach ball. <laughs> what? Um, I think I would... Uh, I'd just cast... I might cast message to... Because uh, I feel that like Frankie's not giving... Like, doesn't like me at the moment, <laughs> so I won't do it. So I'll just ask, like, Carrie, like... Gary, Gary, like, do I look all right? I want to look good for this. Like, I want to look my best. So, what's what's wrong? What's wrong about this? What can I do? Like, is there anything I need to do? Like, tell me honestly, because I can take it. Uh, That's twenty I mean, words. I, I can't go back and unfuck your mother. So, wow. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. You see, you see, Hamilton just like, uh, 
Oh, okay, I've lost all my friends. <laughs> um, looks like it's me and you, Beholder. We're going to be best of friends. And I sort of like try and tidy myself up as best I can. Still completely speechless, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the taller sort of uh, bulbous Beholder. Um, and so you were led all the way up to the front door of this, this great hall. And there is mm-hmm. this, this immense powerful ancient looking beholder uh, it has a almost sort of like a you can imagine like kind of a sort of a, a, sort of a black diaper that has holes for all its little eye sockets to pop on so it's got this sort of this black set of pants on but then you know just sort of like a nice dress fabric kind of thing and uh, has what looks like kind of just big silvery weapons of some description bolted either side onto it as well these things, you know, this of all the beholders that they're looking in their finery, like looking like they're just having a nice time. This this is the one beholder who's ready to fight, but he just sort of uh, glances at you as all the tickets, tickets. Look to my partner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We we all were gleaming smile. <laughs> and all four beholders sort of step forward, you know, beaming and pressing pressing uh, little devices that they have on their on their sides. It was holographic. Tickets to sort of display up for the uh, the bouncer to sort of look at and scan with uh, with their own device and all four of them. What four and four plus ones? Uh, well, we don't have a dress code for uh, for alien species, so I, I would I would like to have it on on all of your words that you are dressed in some manner of finery. Of course. Yes. Of course. I'm just going to have to. The latest fashion in, uh, in warranty. <laughs> I mean, Frankie, how they're, been... they're yeah. right with the old times. This is the newest, hottest, innest ball finery that you could ever see. I pull out one of my posters, <laughs> in which I'm wearing what I'm wearing now, but less. I'm realizing it's a bit ragged and go, see? It's even famous dress. Yeah, see? Alright, and a, a, they're, they're wearing this more or less the same thing. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Yes. Alright. Don't cause any trouble. The holder ball only happens once every 57 years. <laughs> oh, right. this is a very major event. Alright. Can you I get lucky? Me, <laughs> step through, complimentary drinks on the left. Can I, can I keep one of those tickets? No, no oh, don't worry. It's fine. Oh, don't worry, babe. You can have my ticket after. I just. Why, thank you. Uh... And Damien, the uh, the the sunglass wearing beholder, is sort of you know creeping ever closer to Cassie. But uh... Carrie? Carrie, 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 yeah. Keep creeping ever closer to Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, because it's carrots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carrie kind of probably just clocks this and just likes kind of smiles a bit and is just gonna like kind of just stand her ground like mm-hmm. I'm expecting that little side little step that horses do you know when they go like <laughs> <laughs> do you, know what I mean? you that... think Carrie's gonna give any ground never <laughs> okay true very true very true and so all eight of you are ushered through the door and there is these um like strips of uh, of shiny shimmery uh, silver plastic curtain that you come through and step inside the beholder's ball. 
All right, I'm at home again. Oh, you know what? This spell has been one of the best things I think I've ever done. Like, we're, we're in an astral party. Come on, guys, let's enjoy ourselves, right? We haven't got anything else to do. I've got my flute. I mean, I've got my flute. Shall I do a tune? Shall I get the recorder out? You mean, like, we yeah. haven't got anything else to do except find out what happened to Karaptus and, you know, maybe stop him again and maybe stop him from being more powerful, from being in charge of the universe because you fucked up? But there's, there's my Apart ship. from that. And my ship for a start. I, I'm missing my ship. You have taken me away from my ship and my crew. We need to get off this floated rock. I could do a song though, right? I could do one song. Like one uh, I'm song. sure they already have um, entertainment here that probably get paid to come back, not paid to go away after they've performed. I will give them the performance of their life. If I have you know that the 40,000 people came to see me once. <laughs> and he goes <laughs> off on one <laughs> again. <laughs> well, well, if you're going to perform, just go perform. Don't talk about it. Fine. <laughs> come on then, Lanky. Let's go. <laughs> Still utterly speechless, uh, Hummel's date leads on. And you all step in, and the floor is just lit up. The floor is like square segments that light up as people step on them, the colours that are varying and so on. There's lights going around. There's a huge beholder-shaped disco ball in the centre of the ceiling up above you, this big domed building. And this place seems to be mostly dance hall. There's... um. There's sort of sections of uh, like booths and seating either side, to the left and to the right. Mm. As you come in, there's a table just with pre-prepared little drinks. And they seem to be these, uh, these, these fluorescent green beverages, all sitting in almost sort of uh, like vial-shaped um, glasses. Like a, imagine a test tube, but then with like a little champagne, champagne <laughs> flute bottom. Mm. Oh, Fra Frankie's going to go over to the, um, to the drinks and, and pick two up. Um, walk back towards her date and then neck both of them right in front of him. Brilliant. <laughs> the date sort of expectantly sort of there, you're like, sort of come, sort of op opening a mouth and then, oh, oh, and then sort of dejectedly floats over to the table to, to grab a drink for itself. Um, um, t t tell me, uh, uh, beach ball, um, uh, I, I, I don't care for your name. Um, what's, what's the security like around here? Oh, oh, medium. <laughs> okay, medium, right. Me, 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 medium. How, how, how many, how many, how many guards? We, we saw, we saw the old one at the front door. Are they all armed like that one? Oh, I guess so. A medium, like less than a bank, but a uh, more than a corner shop. You've, you've you've been most 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 helpful. Tell, tell, tell what good chap. Just 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 go and get me another drink over there, please. Oh, okay. Sort of awkwardly going. I mean, these beholders—they're they, not particularly equipped for carrying lots of drinks. So he's—they're sort of awkwardly like wrapping an ice stalk around some of these things to to gather them, giving you am ample time to sort of uh, look about while mm -hmm. while the uh, while the, the the tiny beholder is. Uh, busy just trying to sort of like float up high enough to even grab these cups yeah so so looking around obviously trying to look past the the obvious party going around there were the doors out of this because obviously we, we're trying to get through through this area is there yes. that looks guarded or so once you've sort of taken the scene there, there are beholders everywhere they all seem to be for the most part like younger beholders like the ones that you're uh, accompanied by but 
they all seem like a little bit like, you know more sort of perfectly uh, spherical and uniform in size like these these are obviously the sort of the, the, the strange loner oddball uh, beholders who couldn't find dates and they're all sort of paired off like dancing about you know, or sitting in booths drinking there's, there's a lot of merriment there's there's just a pounding throbbing music which must be what passes for uh, beholder entertainment in uh, in this time and place and yeah there's the this sort of the eating and drinking areas off to either side but then there is a s two curved staircases that both go around up onto a, a higher level and up there you can see that there are much larger beholders up there uh, uh, up in that that raised up section which sort of seems to be like a um you know, like maybe like the owners or vips you know of of this whole this whole shindig might be up there and there is there's one particular immense beholder that has what is sort of like a like a, just a big array of uh, of spectacles with uh, each one with a, a purple shade. It's a little yeah, like what we got like nine purple sunglass units all on a, an odd, almost steampunky array of uh, of copper wiring. It's wearing, and that that beholder seems to be almost holding court, like sitting at a corner booth that's sort of looking down over the entire event. With, uh, with several smaller beholders sort of gathered about. I'm going to turn to my day and just be like, hey, so you can get any glasses like that? Oh. I, well. I'm, I not, I'm not I, saying yours are bad, just like, you know, they're pretty swanky. And you seem like a swanky guy. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe I'll get them next. I mean, where do, where do you even get glasses like that? Like, what do they mean? You, gotta, you know, you, you gotta, you're wearing glasses like that, you mean something by it. Well, they, they cost a lot, all right? So I, I, I'm assistant manager, I'll be manager soon at the Shake Shack, and then I will get any glasses I want, and you'll see, you, you, should, you should come there when I'm work, I can get you 20% off. Oh, that's so kind of you. It's very impressive, you should be proud. Sort of like, beaming away <laughs> so uh like if that guy is so so rich they can they can afford these cool glasses like who, who are they why are they so rich well you don't know who that is no well it's only like the it's not really that cool he's he's just oh no not as cool as you obviously well, it's called Has, you know, and uh, they uh, they own the station, I guess, and uh, they throw on the ball, so that's uh, whatever. You know, I didn't even wasn't even gonna come. Well, he wasn't gonna come, or you weren't gonna come. I, I wasn't gonna come. Well, why but, uh, weren't you gonna come? It's a nice ball. You get to I, see swanky glasses. If you if you like that sort of thing, I just you know, I just I just keep it chill, really. You do strike me as a very chill guy. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you want a drink? One thing, there's one thing I'd like to know. Um, how how does he clean those glasses? Oh, just, hey, Frankie. Fr Frankie just starts waving his hand, her arms around. <laughs> <laughs> That that's oh, a very good question. Well, you know, has has uh, got a uh, like a, a whole lot of uh, of, of you know, humanoid assistants to do that sort of thing. You know, hands, 
looking oh, sort of like awkwardly yes. at, at all your hands. Like. <laughs> did you not have a cousin that did that, Frankie? Oh, I've, I've, I've had many, many, many cousins who have done many menial tasks uh, that's a bit below me, but... Uh, uh, so, of course. Yes. Um, uh, Hummel is looking for a band. Is there a band playing? Or is it just a DJ? There is a DJ, and there you, you don't see them at first because you realise you don't have a very good angle on them. But actually, okay. on a floating platform that sort of like sort of drifts around the room, it was behi behind the disco ball at first. But coming around, there is like a, a basically a flying stage, and there's this sort of like flickering, shimmering like jet propulsion system beneath it, keeping it going. The whole thing is uh, perfectly circular, has its own lighting rigs on it. So as it comes around, there's just this sort of whole light show and smoke pouring out the back of it, mm. and dead in the centre is the DJ and uh, uh, almost everyone else here is a beholder this this DJ however is not I mean beholders have a real hard time switching the records <laughs> and this is a um, a four-armed humanoid it's just sort of a, a magenta in color with an elongated snout also wearing a pair of very 80s looking shades and just sort of you know like bopping oh, as cool. they uh, hold their headphones to one ear and pretend to twiddle something on the, uh, the big elaborate <laughs> display in front of them. Or, I mean, they pretend to twiddle three somethings because they've got the arms to do it. you got to work twice as hard when you're a multi-limbed DJ. I'm <laughs> <laughs> faking DJ, yeah. <laughs> who's, um, who's, who's that DJ over there? Oh, well, you know, it's pretty neat. They call him Z. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm gonna try. I don't have any way of get. Can I like? Is it high enough that I could like throw a rope up there or something? Is there a way that I could get up there? Is there something? Yeah, I mean, it's not particularly high. It's okay. sort of floating at this point where, like, you know, the beholders, any of them who are sort of like, you know, floating up in their dancing, do actually sort of like duck a little bit to let it pass. Oh, yeah, it all I feels a bit, bit haphazardous as this thing like sort of creeps around. So what I might say is to my beholder partner, the lanky guy, yeah, go. um do you think you can get me get me up there? I think that could be fun, right? Yeah, you can fly. You're a beholder, right? You can get me up there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Still speechless, the large <laughs> beholder just sort of like gives an awkward nod with its entire body. <laughs> yes. Yes. Come on then, let's go. I've got an idea. Uh, and then I'll message... Um, I've realised Carrie hates me now as well, so I'll try Gigi as my third <laughs> attempt to go. Gigi, Gigi, got a plan, right? I go up there. I'm gonna cause like I'm gonna make you know do a distraction the best way I know how to make a distraction. Uh -huh. You find a way to whatever that thing we need to do, so both we can fix the problem and I can have a good party at the same time. How's that sound? In twenty sec in twenty words. Yeah. What's, <laughs> it's what's the thing that we need? To I do? cast it like twice because I've got it a cantrip. I just keep yeah. casting it. <laughs> just. <laughs> Just message, message. That's a ludicrous um, limitation, isn't it? A, it's so spell. stupid. I don't even <laughs> use like it. You're never going to use message in combat, surely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> just assume that, oh, yeah, you, you can reply to this message. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it sounds like I've got much choice in this, to be honest. So so what do you want me Before to you've do even finished right? talking, I'm already floating up. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the larger, shy, um, shy beholder wanting to impress. You know, like they've they've managed to come to the ball with 
possibly, you know, one of the uh, the most attractive dates that anyone's anyone's got oh, wrong. The leggiest of legs, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, just those those short, squat, furry <laughs> legs. Got a whole eye. We've got several eyeballs, and just floating up with uh, with Hommel sort of strapped onto the back, I guess, yeah. up towards the stage and sort of. And the, the I DJ might climb is, onto the top a little bit, so I'm sort of like. Sort of like if I can like hold on to one of the eye stalks, I'm sort of like riding it like um like a space hopper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So the DJ is not paying any attention to this sort of thing and just sort of is steamrolling into. So suddenly, the two of you are just being carried off away to a further part along the dance floor by this thing, as the um the the holder is sort of awkwardly like floating and trying to control things. Now just sort of stuck to the front of the stage, being getting carried along. Okay, uh, I will. I might try to. I'll uh, when I get to the front of it, I'll sort of cast um, a vicious mockery on 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 Z. If it, I hope oh it's not God. the Z. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not the Z. But I, I will. Um, I will. Yeah. So I will cast. Uh, I will say. It's just something along the lines of your music taste absolutely sucks like that, and use that as like a vicious <laughs> and like kind of push that out to him and goes yeah. I think my granddad has better records than you do. Like, what is this crap? And that's what I'll say to him. <laughs> um, okay, what's your, uh, what's your charisma? My charisma is... Oh, I don't have that in front of me. Plus anyway. five, plus five. What, what's, what's your... Um, I, 20. I, I, need to, I just need to do a 20. save against a passive... Oh, yes, yeah, so it's... Right? Yes, it is. Uh, give me a second. My spell save. Um, vicious Mockery. Uh, so wisdom sixteen save. Okay, well I've only rolled a thirteen there, so uh, okay, fine. Z yeah. kind of caught unawares by this whole thing as well. Is just struck by it and like, looks looking down, suddenly spotting you in the beholder. Oh, <laughs> forearms sort of flailing as Z flips off the back of the stage <laughs> and lands with a thud in the middle of the dance floor, narrowly missing a, uh, a pair of dancing beholders. You just sort of like whoop, but. And then come back together as though the DJ didn't just fall on them because I mean these are all like you know, yeah, yeah, rich kids spoiled beholders. I mean whatever. Uh, <laughs> what the happened? music's still going, so who cares? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, I quickly look rifle through what CDs, D, like whatever, like records if it's records. I don't know what we're, what decade we're in. Eighties, you're saying? So like some records or like eight tracks. I mean I think they're kind of space records, you know. Space yeah. records. But I'll see if they're they've the got same, a Hubble toe. If they've got any Hummel toe in there, if they've got any Hummel classics, oh like gosh. the greatest hits, do I find one? I mean, what are the chances that Hummel toe's music has survived into this, uh, <laughs> this far Do you want to make a roll? Feature. I'll make a roll for it. <laughs> Give me a D100. A D100. <laughs> okay, yeah. You need to roll right. 100. <laughs> so I, I, roll I, I need percentages to really think about this sort of oddball <laughs> okay. request. All right, roll. Uh, D100, come on. Oh, I can do it in the... Oh, I could have done it in the... In the uh, it's have one in, they have one in this little... The, the Albert, don't they? You got a 100? Yeah, there we go. Ooh! Uh, 61! 61. So rummaging about, messing about with all these things. I mean, it's just technology you don't entirely understand. It's music, no. though, so it can't be that hard. There is a bit of a record scratching sound as the music stops. But... 
a sort of a, a device that you you picked up and sort of like when when knocking about on things lets out a, a scream of feedback and as you sort of exclaim in horror your voice echoes out into the room and you realize the device you hold in your hand is a, is, is a, a bardic wand of great power this thing <laughs> commands the attention yes. of the entire building it commands the attention of anyone in your vicinity and you could do whatever you want with this thing okay i think oh, with no. that it's uh i think i like i realize what's happened and I, I go into that sort of like i've had a long day but i know i kick into my bardic core which is like i gotta i gotta please a crowd i can do this what better song is there and i go shut to the heart and you're too blame darling you give love a bad name and then i scream that out and start singing it's, that's not even my favorite song but it's the best one that came to me <laughs> so, so the record scratch moment the music stops all these beholders are staring up at what's happened where's the dj who is this strange small humanoid and then out comes the bon jovi <laughs> and they are still just staring in absolute confusion Ow, fucker. <laughs> I, 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 I keep singing it's, it's almost as though this this just doesn't register them to them as mm. being some sort of music they should dance to as being Crap. something that is, is even worth their time and this is like looking around the room to one another and then finally like a, a lot of eyes are suddenly gazing back at the rest of the party like hang on this is weird humanoid music. Do these things, do oh, these people fuck. know anything about this? If I had message right now. <laughs> you see oh, me like, you see me going like this. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Uh, I go, I go, I quickly make a turn and I go, I try and think of the music I've heard before. I get out my recorder that I have and I go and try and play the recorder by breathing in. And go only joking and go and try and do it to some weird beat and see if it works <laughs> okay so i'm like playing it backwards yeah i'm thinking it's a new infernal track yeah <laughs> and it's, it's at this point all eyes are like looking back at the party looking back up at, at hummel looking back down at the party that uh damien the uh you know the, the non the the, the nonchalant, or at least wanting to be uh, beholder, realizes that this is their moment. Everyone is looking their way. Everyone's seeing their sweet shades. And no one knows quite what to do. This whole party is falling apart. And they thrive on that kind of energy. And they just strut forward. I mean, as, as much as a floating being can, away from their date, casting aside any need for anyone. You know, they were going to arrive stag in the first place. They don't need they don't need some some centaur horsey thing to uh, to hang onto their arm. You know, she can she can stay by the table and drink. That's fine. As they, as they take center stage and start dancing, the only the only person dancing at first to uh, Hummel's odd <laughs> fluty music, but then something magical happens as other beholders sort of start nodding and joining in. And before you know it, you know, uh, Damien's friends sort of race in as well, also just abandoning their, their new dates. You know, like, why did they think they needed them? As they join the dance floor and suddenly everything's full force once again. The, um, the party is going and Hummel has his captive audience. And the, the, the other three of you are sort of left almost ignored over by the drinks table. 
Yeah, at this point, Car- Fra- Frankie's going to nod over to to Carrie and um, to Gigi and say, uh, I think this might be our cue to try and get on that top platform. Get out of here. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's in, 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 in classic in classic dungeon crawl, man. I, I think we should take the left staircase. <laughs> classic. <laughs> That's also an architectural thing, by the way. You always turn left in a building. Yeah. People always turn left That's, in a yeah. building. Yeah. Makes sense. Put reception yeah. there, right? Yeah. Um, exactly. So again, just at um, Frankie, she wants to try and just stealth away, just cutting through these beholders. Um, up to up to the threshold of the of the, the first step of the left hand staircase. Um, Carrie will follow, but she's probably not even going to try and be stealthy because yeah. that will just go badly. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Fra- Frankie gets a, a fourteen on a on a stealth roll for. So I mean, Frankie is like at least marginally uh, stealthy, like more more stealthy than not, and certainly completely like any any of the beholders that are focused on dancing on the dance floor don't notice her at all. They more likely to notice the other two sort of uh, plodding through however yeah, I just like that style that Frankie's trying to sneak the other two behind and just kind of like yeah whatever and just walking through <laughs> no walk like you meant to be there and no one will notice yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, are you just going to like um, walk up the stairwell on the left as bold as brass and uh, yeah. yeah see what may <laughs> I think like if Frankie's ahead and we're just like Frankie's got her back yeah. it's fine we're going up it's all good so, sort of up there there is um just at this m- this big main booth where the um, where where Haz is holding court. There's only four beholders up there, but one of them is one of the larger black pants wearing uh, you know security security beholders, standing directly in front of a sort of a round platform that has a little console on it. it it's hard to say what it is, but it. it you get the impression, the way that it's being guarded by someone standing in front of it, that perhaps it's a portal of some description. I'll, I'll like, whisper to, to Gigi and just be like, I think that's all right. Okay, so how do we get there and get bloody Hummel along with us? Do, 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 we, do we really need Hummel with us? I mean, like, seriously. <laughs> So, I mean, Hummel is creating a a very convenient disturber of the peace, but also, as much as he annoys me right now, and he's fucked the universe, I don't particularly want Hummel to die. That's quite but, useful. But, but, but does, doesn't doesn't the mother die a sacrifice the the smallest and the slowest one so that yeah, so the rest yeah. of the pups can survive? All you see right now is Hummel like turning completely blue and red at the same so, time so. because they're trying to still breathe in and play a flute and they're somehow breathing in like <laughs> trying to keep this up and like nearly dying for you for this like yeah. did you have a recorder to make an approx- you know to make this music i actually don't i oh, really your bagpipes i do oh you know what? I, oh, if i have my um i have wait. a piccolo no i have I need to just go in my cupboard of <laughs> stuff. Oh, crap. So, you, you know, the, the beholder with all the with the glass, well, the, the glass lenses. Where where's he or she? Is is there at the front of that platform? So yeah, they um the sort of the booth is sort of positioned so it is overlooking all the way down to the dance floor, and it is in front of the platform. So, 
so uh, Haz, the, uh, the, you know, the, the gangster that runs this place, basically, is sitting with their back to the portal. Right, okay. And then behind them is, is where the portal is with someone guarding it, is that? Yeah, with a, yeah. With a single security guard. Yeah, but, right. Uh, a, a very large beholder, heavily armed. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, what if I was to use Mage Hand um, to, to pull those glasses off that beholder? Do you think that would cause a distraction? Uh, if the, the boss's glasses went off, do you think the security guard would go and check that? Probably. Work. They seem it's pretty work. important. Try, yeah. Yeah, I. I think, uh, yeah, Frankie's going to try and cast Mage Hand um, to try and pull the glasses off this gangster beholder in the hope that um, the glasses falling down onto the main dance floor will, will cause um, the, the bodyguard or the security guard to, to rush over to see what's happening. Alrighty. Um, so you're just going to sort of like just fling them out onto the dance yeah, floor? Just, just ma- mage hand, yeah, just fling them out to the middle of the dance floor. All right, so you are in one of the one of the few places in this building where you're not in a sort of a constant ray of, uh, of anti-magic activity, actually. With so many beholders gathered in one place, uh, not not a normal <laughs> circumstance in uh, most D and D settings. <laughs> this is not a normal D and D setting. <laughs> <laughs> really, I had, I had on this platform. There's, there's only a few of them. So your mage hand, you know, they're, they're not really used to magic here, despite being arcane beings. Yeah, when they're gathered in these sort of places, no one's ever casting any magic for them to absorb into their eye stalks. So they're they're kind of uh, technology-driven uh, beholders a lot anyway. So this beholder is just not ready for that. As the glasses just fly off and vanish down below, and that beholder lunges up over the table, almost like as though they think they can somehow snatch the glasses out of the air, but lacking any appendages to do such, they just sort of spill drinks all over the place and are left looking down over the balcony as the glasses drop down below. Luckily, beholders don't have any feet to stomp and crush them to pieces, so they are mostly unmolested down on the dance floor below. But um, Haz is looking mighty angry, and sort of like, falling about, you, go and get my glasses back, and if there's even a single scratch on them, coming out of your bay. And that the sort of the security guards are look, looking and then just rushes down the right stairwell down towards the dance floor to go and try and retrieve these glasses. Leaving okay. the portal more or less unguarded. I guess we're going to sneak to the portal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frank Faye's looking fairly pleased with Sam. I, I told you that uh, that would yeah. work. Um, if if someone can get the attention of of of, of the small one with the hairy feet, um, <laughs> oh, that's so dusty. <laughs> I haven't used that in a long time. Oh wow. Oh man. Anyway, that's uh, that's all I'm doing of that. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a, a way to get the atten- Hubble's attention without also getting everybody else's attention. Guess <laughs> what? He's the one with a uh, message, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, he's the one with the message. <laughs> I mean, on the bright side, you are at sort of like a raised elevation. so uh, That's true. You, you were going to sort of stand out a little bit if you were to try and make any sort of uh, visual cue. Did I perhaps. notice, even whilst I'm doing this, like doing that, the playing the, the recorder, do I even notice that they've um, 
this like commotion has happened like with the what? i'm of two minds about that i with, with the, the limited i know about hummel i think there's there's equal equal possibilities that he's actually paying attention to what's happening with the distraction because that was the whole point of it or that he's completely forgotten that it was a distraction and is just <laughs> enjoying having a captive audience yes exactly i think it's probably the latter <laughs> 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 that he's more in interested in his in his audience than he is in anything else to be honest probably. um okay I mean, he's putting so much effort into playing backwards. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He probably was keeping an eye on them, but maybe he probably is. He probably saw the commotion, but doesn't know, and probably yeah. waiting for them to disappear. Okay. I'm gonna get my short bow out, and I'm gonna try and, oh my and God. shoot <laughs> like one of the lights or something, or a, or one of the records like next to Hummel. Amazing. Um, to get his attention. Oh, I'm definitely going to need an attack roll for that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 15. 15. I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely not going to hit Harmel. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. Uh, my <laughs> AC is it? 19. So. <laughs> it's fine. It's the inverse of that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you if she missed... was aiming for you, she would have definitely missed, but, you know, as, as it is. <laughs> Technically, I should hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, yes. Um, then, uh, so that misses me. So I just, I'm keeping just doing my <laughs> sound <laughs> on the on the thing. Maybe after some time, I take a little perception just to have a look. Do I see what I, do I see what I can see? Like I might yeah, be like. So getting I mean, a bit tired. Getting tired, realizing you can't hold this on forever. Suddenly, there's mm. this realization. Oh. There was a point to all this, yeah. And Hummel does cast an eye back towards the um, the balcony. It's, it's sort yeah. of it's obfuscated from behind the uh, the great big disco ball. But as the uh, the thing sort of floats back around, you finally get a view of ah, the other three are up there, desperately trying to get your attention, <laughs> getting knocking another arrow ready to shoot it in your general direction. This time she's shooting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huddled at the top of the stairs, sort of indicating that the at the unguarded portal. Okay. Uh, well, then with that, I will then quickly cast, not knowing if this will work, but cast invisibility on myself, which I have. So I'll just sort of like drop invisible, and the music stops like immediately. But I'll try and hit like loads of buttons. Do you know what I mean? I'm like just hitting <laughs> buttons, hoping that <laughs> something happens. And then I'll try and and I'll, then I'll use uh, I got long strider which gives me like ten feet uh, using higher spells so I get an extra like twenty feet of uh, movement and I'll sort of jump uh, as far as I can. All right, so you yeah. you basically want to get as far as you can while maintaining invisibility, hopefully yes. without dropping directly into the eyeline of one of these beholders, which will immediately reveal you to the room. Yes, it's so simple. If you hadn't noticed, is a Glass half full kind of game. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely going to need some sort of acrobatics check. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do that. Um, acrobatics. I got plus six. So uh, can I roll? Uh, let me just roll in this dice tray and I have plus six. Where is it? So come on, D20. Give me something good. 17 plus six is 23. Oh, I mean, you're fine. So yes. Hummel, invisible, pushing a bunch of buttons. Casting the, the strider and like leaping way across the room. Everything sort of happens at once. The light show 
goes a bit nuts. The um, the, the floating stage is sort of wavering about all over the show. It looks as though it's sort of going doom, 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 as though it's supposed to be in time to some sort of music. Perhaps this was like some sort of button that you've knocked that was like the finale to the whole performance because the, the light show was going real crazy. Mm. And uh, you can see like all around, like sort of laser beams just like lighting up all around, these green lines crisscrossing all over the room as all the main lights go out and there's just spots of green light just bouncing off the um, off the disco ball in all directions. The beholders are, are, are stunned, amazed, and it's at this moment that sort of the weird, crackling, horrible noises that are happening. It's just it stops, and then just this slow crescendo back into some sort of beat, which drops at the same moment as Hummel drops back down onto the dance floor a good 20 feet across and very close to the stairwell but into the line of sight of many beholders <laughs> immediately becoming uh, you know, magic resistant and uh, invisible but it doesn't matter because these beholders have they've been given this climax a little bit too early but they were getting a little bit sick of the strange the strange flute music <laughs> yeah <coughs> yeah and sort of nimbly passing by, these beholders are like they're rushing the dance floor before there's sort of be a like, few weirdos. Shh, it's a, it's it's just I'm trying to do some stage of magic. You didn't see me, and then I'll just like <laughs> walk on, like as if it's like part of the act, you know. Like I was just trying to make it, you know. They weren't meant to see me, but that was it. But yeah, beholders, they're all rushing the dance floor. There, some of them who are like you know, so back against the wall with the drinks, and others from the booth. They're all just sort of getting in there because they're like, oh, this is my jam. <laughs> and it's at this point that you're all sort of right. gathered at the stairs. Hummel's sort of at the bottom of them and the rest of you at the top of them, but this is as good a distraction as you're going to get. Yeah. Hummel, come on! You gotta get to the portal! Running with my... I've got long strider for an hour, so I'm running pretty fast. I'm running... And I'm cast at high levels. So I'm running, like, 50 feet, I think, in a go? Uh, 45 feet, which is a lot for a, for a halfling. So those little legs are just, like, very... Head, which are still raised up. Like, I've got them, like... Uh, uh, what are they called, like um, clam diggers or whatever the other name for them? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, so they're like uh, ankle, you know, ankle high, you know, above my legs, so I can see my ankles because I'm like showing off my legs still, sort of running up, <laughs> running up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. So as you're rushing up, you can see now that the um, the the formerly bespectacled has is <clears throat> staring down on the, on the dance floor, like, stop them, stop them. And you realize down below the, the security guard is chasing after the, the, the smaller, the tiny little beach ball of a, um, of a beholder that was one of your dates, who has snatched up the glasses and is running circles around the outside of the dance floor, being followed almost comically by this um, security guard. Meanwhile, in the center of the dance floor, Damien, the, uh, the, the sunglass nerd, has been lifted up by, uh, by fellow beholders. Like, this is the best night of my life! <laughs> yes. <laughs> are you going to attempt stealth or are you just going to rush this portal let's just run <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rushing no, nothing yeah. more than that yeah. and, and, and as we're running um, Frankie's going to turn around and talk, ah, I, I'm so glad you made it I, I told dealers to wait for you but they said no but uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you're here I'm glad you're here <laughs> to me yeah to humble yeah <laughs> can I make an in, can I make an insight check on that bullshit <laughs> I mean considering that like <laughs> I'm sure Carrie is giving like 
what the fuck eyes to Frankie. I I'll think, be like, you know, that's going to help you. <laughs> you know what, Frankie? I know you love me really, and I'll just keep walking, running. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I will rule a pause to your uh, to your insight and persuasion. No, I'll, I'll actually just with my own with my own belief. I'll have this belief. I innerly believe, no matter what Hummel believes, everyone loves him. So he doesn't. Even if you really hate him on the surface right now, he knows deep down you really care. Not I mean, knowing just, that you were all thinking about not bringing me with you. It's a part-time thing, you know? People are going to be a little bit put out yeah. if you break the universe, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's only minor. Exactly. All right, so you, you can all rush into this board and you get on there expectantly, standing on this little raised platform. It fits the four of you easily. It's a, um, you know, sort of a few meters around the circular platform with this little console on one side and nothing happens. Okay. Oh, for the love of fuck. <laughs> All right. If Carrie had uh, sleeves, she'd roll them up and she's like, right. Is, is, Where is this? Where's that Brian chat? <laughs> Where's Brian when you need it? So, yeah, I mean, Carrie can look at it and this is this is technology. This is definitely in her wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very foreign technology, but I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I like, I don't know, do an intelligence check of some kind to try and figure out where the the go button is. <laughs> I think that is the best course of action. <laughs> oh, will someone just press a button, uh, please? I'm trying to figure out the right one. That's a non-natural 20. A non-natural 20? Yeah. But a 20 all the same. Oh, I can't do maths. No, it's an 18. <laughs> that changes everything. Who has a no. physics degree can't do maths. Me with a maths-based degree. <laughs> yeah. Can't do maths, no. <laughs> so this, this technology seems like incredibly advanced yeah you definitely uh, you wouldn't better make the thing but you you yeah you, you've got yourself like a working knowledge i think you say oh well this is you know you can understand oh I, I know how they've done this you know it's basic basic uh technomancy really it's just a bit more leaning on the techno side and uh you've Fun worked intended. out exactly the button to push and really in the nick of time as the um, the beholders sitting in the booth up in this level with you are all sort of like looking back at you like, like and then sort of like ra- opening their mouth like you know ready to sort of tap hairs on the back like oh are they supposed to be when <laughs> when carrie pushes the button and the four of you feel yourselves sort of blink into darkness and then blink back into light as you are teleported in the most like effortless like comfortable teleportation sensation you've, you've yet to experience this was uh this was just like a smooth ride it's not really uh, like an arcane teleportation of any kind no no strange feelings that i have to describe as a dungeon master whatsoever <laughs> as you're just effortlessly taken from one room to another and it's in this room it's um everything is completely different now you are still like this gunmetal metallic room but there's no lights there's no display it's just sort of this this raised up almost looks like this uh, this tower, but then you realize eventually this tower is it's hovering. But As the four of you blink onto a, a similar platform to the one that you just left, mm-hmm. and you're looking up at this, this strange, like, tall, floating tower, and it's at that point that you see that the tower sort of opens up, a little ramp descending from it with a, a lit, wide doorway, and stepping down, or floating down from that, um, from that doorway is the, the Grinch-like figure from before. It took you long enough. All right, all right, come on, get in here. Well, I'm sorry, we don't all blink in and out like you do. Yes, yes, yes. Well, look, I'm going to take you to the void. To the, to the, the void or the abyss? The abyss, the abyss. 
Are you going to they take you all to the them. abyss? <laughs> it's not nearly as bad as it sounds. Okay, so I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna shoot that in the body right now. What's, no, I'm sure. it's, yeah. It's just the abyss. It's just a lot of portals. Okay, it's all you got to think is just lots of portals. That's all the abyss is. There's I mean there's things that will try and kill you. Sure, but you just we're gonna yeah, go quickly knows. to a portal because they got so many portals. There's definitely gonna be one because you broke the universe. Okay. You broke I the did universe. not break the universe. Hummel broke the universe. I could teleport anywhere I want if the universe is fixed. <laughs> but the universe is broken. It's taking me strange places. It's taking me here. We've got to go to the abyss. So, all right. Everyone come and get in here. I think using their star warp drive, I can probably do a perfect teleportation and I can take us to the abyss. Great. Okay. Fine, awesome. let's just get on with it. It's let's been a long there. day and it's all confused and I would want to go to a tavern. Alrighty, there we go. One, two, three, and four. We've all everybody's here. Okay. Keep your hands inside the teleportation spell. We're going on a little trip. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> and all of a sudden you are taken apart you are whipped out you suddenly you're, you're you're hurtling through like non-space in a tunnel once more hopefully on your way to the abyss and then suddenly it phases again <laughs> if it will transition oh, it's being really slow my computer's like really trying so hard <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen at some point <laughs> yay there we go yes suddenly yes and then you're traveling back in one of these portals, a bit like what you were in before, but not quite. This feels much more like your previous example, where it was much smoother ride. There's a much more, it's not like a, a, a tunnel. You're not seeing any visions. You literally just kind of spin and then spin out. And you land in front of you. Uh, there is, it's, it's a completely different visage. You've gone from something that's all purples and night sky blue lights and yellow lights and it's all disco realm and now it is just a red sky it's just a very vast like blood red sky there is a there is a, some sort of light source off at one end but it's it's just it, it's more more intense red the ground is a sandy red like martian landscapes you know it's just that sort of deep, um, sort of crimsony colour. It feels like there's sort of dew and like water collecting on some places, but that is also sort of a bloody red colour. It's, it's sort of congealed with the with the sand. Um, and you take a bit of time. You kind of like to get your head back into space. And in front of you, there is just a huge, like ridiculous black metal, grand sort of Sauron-esque tower in front like about mm, half a mile away but there's not much between you and that apart from this path um and then and then to the there's a bit there's like a river down to the right hand side and then on the left hand side there's some sort of weird structure that's smoking and you're not quite you can't quite understand it your brain quite can't compute it the uh brian though turns to you and kind of is like dazed as well and then goes Oh fuck! And then looks, and then as you see, you start noticing that this land looked kind of normal, but then you see these blue sparks happening in the distance, like things are splitting in a very similar way 
to the colour and shape of that portal that you saw when it sort of cracked and those black sort of edges and blue purple sort of things pushed you out. This is sorting fissures and they're coming closer to you. Like it's kind of going and you're seeing land sort of like erupting in shards and like it's their floating islands. And that's like, like, a like instead of a tsunami of water, it's a tsunami of like land being raised from the earth and then just raised and then raised and until suddenly it's like you think it's going to come right to you and then it just sort of shit like about another half mile beyond the 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 mount the, the sort of black tower and this river that sort of this gray river runs in it just cuts a line through it and it starts shifting and you sort of all you can make a dexterity save if you will okay uh, 12 19 yeah, roll on the Hummel. Just yeah. give 14. me a... uh, roll 17. Okay, okay. 17. Okay, fine. Does no. anyone over a 15 sort of manages to stay upright? Anyone over 10 manages to get their hands onto the ground? Anyone other than that, under 10, rolls for a bit before stopping themselves, basically. But they roll about 15 feet before they kind of like hit another rock. And then another one ruptures from the other side and it kind of cracks. So like you've got one that's kind of gone this way, one that's gone that way. And then suddenly the earth sort of floats up and you're like, what the? And you're sort of this rock is floating. And then you see all the rest of the earth is now like of these, these structures is floating away from you. I thought you said this was all portals. Uh, Brian then goes, I think they all just broke. And then we'll leave it there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's it. And <laughs> then, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. There will be a post credit scene <laughs> for this. The City of Sigil rotates around a spire, endlessly turning at the centre, or what some say, the center of the multiverse. At the edge of the precipice looking over onto this circular structure stands a figure, her face a maze of blades that emanate from a center, a visage that sort of turns from purples to blues to reds. She floats in a flowing gold and red dress hovering above a stone plinth. As she stares over the city of Sigil, and in the center the spire, she turns around, and as that occurs, a circle sort of flips over on itself, and she looks over to her own plane. A demi-plane of carceri, some say, but a plane of mazes, a plane of in incarceration, where all that oppose her will, all that oppose her in any form, even those that even pray to her, or see her as a god, live amongst this endless maze from her. At the centre of this maze is a face, and this face is staring up into a red orb, and she stares at it as it starts to grow and grow. Her face widens, her eyes widen, and she stares at it, and she starts to she looks scared, she looks worried. She reaches her arms out and she uses an energy that is beyond mortals, beyond some of the, the powers that you've seen, you know, clerics, mages, that you can even imagine. She emanates this power and tries to control this orb that is growing. 
She's she's trying to. You can see her starting to struggle. Someone that, to most in the city of Sigil, has never shown an inch, a bead of sweat, has never touched that brow, but now it's glistening. She is at the edge of a potential, something that is is hurting a near god. She holds onto this orb as it grows and grows. She doesn't know how to control it. She's trying to hold it into the center and suddenly that image flips again as she sees she's holding the orb and trying to contain it as it flips over and beyond and behind her into the center of Sigil. She's, she's controlling it, controlling, trying to hold this object as it then turns and our vision turns back, as I said, to the, the Sigil, the city of Sigil, the circle reverts back over the spire in the middle and the red orb stands aloft in the center atop this spire of the the outlands she she holds for a moment you see her her uh, uh, you see her gaze and focus and she seems to tie off something and leaves it there and goes that wasn't meant to happen and that's awesome. it so yeah that will be your post credit scene Cool. Right to you. So, uh, thank you, everyone. That was our first episode. Yay! <laughs> oh. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, f- first off, I'm going to have to thank our uh, esteemed guest, Dick Dynamite from Backwater Bastards. You, Yay! thank you for having me. Uh, <laughs> that was it's, absolutely it's incredible. Just crazy enough an idea for uh, for me to get behind. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what just I thought. Not too crazy an idea for me. I'm, I'm not sure which way I want to word that, but yeah, yeah. Both. It found that perfect Goldilocks moment. Goldilocks of, um, craziness. Craziness. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. I couldn't think of. Well, I thought I had this idea. I wanted you to be on, and then I saw this Beholder Disco, and I thought that had to be something. I didn't do any more than just give you the that's it Beholder Disco, and you made it your own in the most magical way obviously i love all the characters they are great that's <laughs> awesome i need to i think we're gonna have to meet them again at some point oh definitely yeah 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 100 and if if we will ever have dick back if dick will ever if we want to come back <laughs> <laughs> please please come back i mean I, I still got i still got stories to tell with these nerdy beholders yeah I yeah we're gonna scratch the surface of what they're capable to be fair that sounds like a great tv show nerdy yes. beholders it, yes. was, it, was, it was very like revenge of the nerds sort of like 1980s high school <laughs> comedy mm-hmm. i think it was great when i heard beholder disco that was immediately what came to my yeah. i mean this is this is an 80s movie with like and yeah I just feel like I want to go and watch Footloose now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good shout. Okay, well, maybe we'll do that. We'll all go watch Footloose. But, um, no, but seriously, thank you so much. And everyone can find anything you do by going to at BWBastards on Twitter and finding stuff and BackwaterBastards anywhere yeah, you find BackwaterBastards.com. You know, we're a podcast. Yeah. Oh, We've got yeah. a, lot of, a lot of things that you can, you can look at and listen to, but the podcast mm-hmm. is the main one. Just go yeah. to the website. You'll find all the different ways you can get to us. Yeah, and you do some streaming, or do you do you promote? I mean, that I, I stream on Twitch every now and then. But you know what? Yeah. You know, if you want to find my Twitch, just come find us in the Backwater Bastards Discord. I, yes. much more, much more reliable to find me there anyway. That's true. Yeah, you should join the Discord. Everyone should join the Discord. There's Cleo's meme pit. There's loads of stuff in there. There's they. I, I mine it for memes all the time. <laughs> Half the memes I put in, I know, and I just go, <laughs> "What's what's Taylor done?" <laughs> I mean, Taylor's uh, good on the memes. She is bloody good on the memes, and uh, yeah, because yeah, I've had I've had Dan, I've had Taylor, and I've had you. So, 
I don't know if Herodotus player still exists though in the world. Does he? Does well, he, he, was, he was he was hard to nail down at the best of times. Now, we've, <laughs> now that we've like let him slip the leash, it's like well, I'd say it's gone we're, now. we're really gonna have to like book slots and even to okay. get him back on the backward bastards. For this, and I'll think. count that I've ticked all of you off on being on the show. That's it now. Then I can move on to the next. Yeah, you collected the set of the current bastards. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got the shiny though. Now that's the thing. I've got the DM, which would be the yes. shiny sticker, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so thank you very much for that, uh, Dick. And then uh, and also for playing Hamilto for a bit as well, because <laughs> the usual player is not there. But it's a multiverse, so it doesn't matter. You can, yeah, tons of different people. There's just a whole lot of Hamiltos. Exactly. They're yes. all. Everyone has one inside them. And obviously, this is the biggest and most ambitious multiverse project going on at the moment, like worldwide, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah there's nothing else I can think of. I so. can't the most think... ambitious project ever written. I can't even think of anyone doing anything similar. No. So um, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, my players, amazing players. Uh, so I'll start alphabetically as ever. Carrie, played by Chloe. Chloe hey. over here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I would have done a bit of the intro, but you you can say quickly where we find you, what you do, other than being on the show. Yeah, uh, I can be found everywhere on the internet at Chloe underscore with the flow. Uh, I stream on Twitch three times a week. I'm on Deck of Many Aces, which is a, a D&D podcast made with actual asexuals. Uh, and I write music, I act, I sing, I do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so yeah, come find me. Mostly on Twitter is where I put most things uh so yeah awesome. with, with chloe it's honestly quicker if she lists the things she doesn't do yes I, yes i realized this last time i talked to chloe i was like every time i do it i'm like trying to make it shorter and then i forget something and i'm like oh and this <laughs> amazing amazing uh and then uh chris frankie yeah, so, flight yeah. yeah so i guess i have to follow chloe once again so chloe's <laughs> yes. list of long long list of amazing stuff she does shit. and and i just say hi this is my name uh, no um on twitter you can find me at uh, borough underscore brick underscore road um you can also find me on instagram on paint um goblin paint job and obviously on the Roleplay Factory slash Dragon Duel uh, Discord. Come yep. along, come join us. Mm. Everyone should, yeah. They come to the Discord, we all chat in there and mm. talk um, real deals, most than anything. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> how shit they are. And then uh, last but definitely not least, uh, Will, playing GG. Uh, hi, yeah, uh, GG, any set, any resemblance to um, other fictional characters, totally <laughs> coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find me on uh, A Rendezvous with Destiny, which is on Twitter at rwd underscore pod. Every time I promo it, I wish we had a more easy to spell name, but oh well. Um, it's an actual play podcast of Onyx Pass Skyon System. It's a game we think is kind of a mix between American Gods and Percy Jackson, uh, about three college kids who find out they're actually part of this world full of uh, mythology and monsters and gods. and. It gets very fun. So you can find us awesome. there at rw underscore pod. We also have a Discord uh, to hang out in. Or you can catch me in uh, the role, uh, the Roleplay Factory Discord. There you go. With, 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 with Hamilton and all these other great people. And I've I've kind of got tried to get uh, Dick into that podcast into that Discord, but you're even hard to you're elusive in your own Discord sometimes because you've got a busy <laughs> man. You're a busy man. But just I'm always somewhere. 
But, uh, yeah, exactly. You'll always be able to find you somewhere. It must be a DM thing because like, the yeah. RWD DM is never in Discord either. Yeah, I'd all say myself as well. I also try and be as I, I try and be elusive, but then I'm also... trying to be there more, more and more. This is the, the year yeah. of the bastard. People keep joining, and I, yeah, like I realize that maybe some of them want to hear from me. So we do. That's the thing. You're the, the one we come for. Exactly. No, so uh, definitely, um, yeah, join everyone's Discord. That's basically <laughs> it. And um, yeah, other than that, it will see you next week with episode two and see what happens in the abyss. Oh my gosh, it's all going wrong. So yeah, we'll have fun there. All right, well, take care, everyone, and uh, have a good evening. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. And now, back to Dungeons & Dragons. Well, there you go. You have now the whole of episode one of the Shattered Realm in your podcast feed. And but more shall be coming next week because you will have two actual plays jumping in there. You will have the Darkest Timeline being DM'd by Kyle, the amazing Kyle from Play Nerd Allies. And you'll be meeting our, the other half of our party's psyche, that one third of their ability. There was one third that got destroyed into ash. And then there was one third that ended up somewhere else, which is what you'll find in the darkest timeline. And then there's one third that you've just listened to. Have fun at a behold of disco and end up in the abyss. So yeah, next week on the darkest timeline, you will see what that realm is like. Is that Tiamat? No spoilers. Right, and then we'll find out what happens as well with the rest of our Shattered Realm party as they navigate the plane of infinite portals in the Abyss and see if they can make their way home to Sigil simply, easily. Doesn't seem like that's the case though, does it? <laughs> anyway, I will see you next week. I will be chatting about both of those at the beginnings and then you'll have those cut into lovely bite-sized chunks for you so you have them in no more than an hour of 15 Nice for a little commute in the morning. Anyway, I hope you all have a fabulous time until then, and I'll see you then. Take care. I love you. Bye. Psst. You still here? Yeah. Got a few more things to talk about. We are sponsored by D&D Beyond. They are absolutely incredible. They came on the show in season two, and I cannot thank them enough for that, let alone all the amazing and wonderful things they have helped us out with. I suggest you get on there if you're not already on there. You can buy all the source books. You can buy all the adventure books. You can basically make characters on there for free in the first place. Anything from the basic rules is all available on there. But it's a great resource if you buy any of the books on there. You can then, when you make characters, all those things are already added to your character options. And then if you pay for the subscription, I use the master subscription service, you can share those with your players or or your DMs can share that with you so that if you're trying to make characters and you own Out of the Abyss and you can add all the funky feats and backgrounds that you get from that or the new Wild Beyond the Witchlight book you can then use to get the Witchlight Hand as a background, for example. So, totally recommend getting yourself onto D&D Beyond if you're not already there. I mean, we make characters pretty much every other day on this show and therefore it's very useful for us and a great way to store them. You can store so many in different campaigns. I do that all the time. Additionally, we are supported by... HeroForge. If you type in www.dragonsjewel.co.uk forward slash HeroForge, that will take you to our affiliate page. And if you do that, we get a little boost from them, which means that we can buy more HeroForge things, basically. The same goes for our 
affiliation link with the DMs Guild. So if you type in www.dragonsjewel.co.uk forward slash DMs Guild, you will then get our affiliate link there and we get another little boost which helps me buy more Planescape books basically or more books for our DMs book club show. And finally, we have a Discord channel. We'd love you to be a part of it. So if you want to join our Discord, go to linktree, so that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E, forward slash Dragon's Jewel, all one word. That will then take you to a linktree, which will then give you an invite to our Discord channel. We really want you to come and join us there. We chat. We have little chats for everything. We have chats for the DMs Book Club. We're going to have chats for the Shattered Realm. We're going to have chats for the Darkest Timeline. We're going to have just general chats. We have a music chat. We generally just talk about meal deals. But if you're interested in that, you can come and talk about those too. Anyway, I hope you have a fantastic day wherever you are. And I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.